Good morning. I'm Tom Snape, and we are joined by the Ripley County Health Officer, Dr. David Welsh. Good morning to you, Dr. Welsh. Good morning. Happy to be on your show. Appreciate your time and interest. Well, well, thank you for joining us this morning. And uh, first and foremost, uh, we'd like to know what's uh, what's going on as far as the, uh, the a little bit of a COVID update. Uh, how are how's uh, how are things looking in uh, Ripley County as far as uh, the ongoing battle against COVID nineteen? Well, overall, we are continuing to trend in a positive fashion. We are remaining for another week in blue. I just received notification of that. Uh, we did have an outbreak at a, uh, involving a, a local church, and they took appropriate action. And um, I, I don't believe there have been any significant bad illnesses as a result of that. Uh, there have been some hospitalizations related to it uh, locally. So we, we're not out of the woods yet, but we certainly are in a better spot than we were a year ago. And, uh, of course, do you, do you attribute a lot of that to the fact that uh... – People are getting vaccinated? Uh, people getting vaccinated are a big part of, of this. While we do have some treatments available that we didn't have a year ago, uh, when we since we have much of the uh, county uh, up to 50% uh, vaccinated, people who, even if they get positive, and there is about 2% in Indiana of folks who have become positive have been vaccinated, they tend not to be very sick or end up being or end up needing to be hospitalized. So the uh, being vaccinated helps you in a lot of ways. If you become in contact with somebody who is COVID positive, if you're not having symptoms, you don't need to quarantine. You just need to watch for symptoms. Uh, also, if you were to be one of that two percent of of the in Indiana that um, that end up being one of the positives. Uh, you're not going to be as sick, um, so that's going to help you too. The other thing that's going to help is you probably have heard on the nat international news about places like India and Vietnam are dealing with a new, stronger variant. So even if the variant comes in our area, if you're vaccinated, that will help protect you also. So if we don't want the variant spread in our area, we need more folks to get shots in arms. And that will help combat that also, so we don't, so we don't run the course that they have in, in India or Vietnam or a few other places. And you mentioned the 50% uh, vaccinated. Now, is that in Ripley County or is that statewide? So uh, it depends on where you are in the state. So we, we've got some parts around here, like for instance, Oldenburg's over 70%. Um, in the, I think the county itself, if you take the county overall, uh, it's like the low 40s. If you take the uh, around Batesville, I think they're around 50 percent. Um, but we're we're getting we're getting more all the time. Uh, we still have places where you can not only get tested but also uh, get the vaccine. And it, I would welcome folks to go to the Ripley County Web Health Department website, and that can get you all the times and locations uh, for those opportunities. So again, uh, seventy percent in Oldenburg, fifty percent in Batesville, and Ripley County overall in the low forties. Correct. All right. And uh, switching topics here, uh, uh, a new thing that uh, the Ripley County uh, Health Department has gotten involved in is the uh, Nalox box installations. Now, um, can you tell us, uh, folks who may not know, what is a Nalox box? So this is a box that has. Uh, little kits where you can get the medication naloxone. 
Naloxone is something that is given to folks who are dealing with a narcotic dose uh, of any type. And typically, for instance, it's used in the hospitals if somebody's getting, for instance, sedated or nar uh, narcotics for pain control and they become more so too somnolent, they're not able to handle their airway or breathe properly, uh, we would give naloxone to reverse that narcotic agent so that they breathe better and so forth. In the community, these kits are designed for folks who have, one way or the other, received an overdose of a narcotic, whether they accidentally took too much or they intentionally took a street drug that was much stronger than they expected, and they become unresponsive, they can stop breathing, and they can, they can die without intervention. The naloxone administered, uh, this is in, the, in the hospital, we would give naloxone through an IV typically. There's some other routes we can give, um, but that's how we typically give in the hospital. This particular um, version of it is given in the nose, and it's, it's very easy to give. A layperson can do it. And uh, these, these boxes, there's, there's two in the county, and there's another one in Batesville just outside the county line. Uh, and they, will, they have these kits. These kits uh, will be replaced on a regular basis. It's being monitored uh, very closely. Um, and in these kits, not only do you have the life-saving uh, naloxone, but you also have information how you can get resources to get help. I, I, I look at folks who get in a bad situation and they're taking, uh, so for instance, narcotics um, uh, without a prescription or they're taking it uh, incorrectly and they get in trouble. Um, it's like somebody drowning. We always want to go out and help a drowning victim. Um, the resources with the kits will help try to keep those drowning victims from going back in the water. And there's a number of different um, resources available outlined in the kits, including community mental health, community, uh, including the hospital, including um, something called uh, Overdose Lifeline, Inc. Uh, it's a nonprofit that helps uh, get people resources who, who found themselves in trouble for it and it doesn't matter the reason and you mentioned naloxone now now is this uh, what's commonly known as narcan yes sir all right yes sir uh, that's just that's an, uh, the other name for it okay and uh, you mentioned overdose lifeline incorporated and uh i understand that they want to put uh some like uh, 200 nalox boxes uh across the state and including one in every county correct so this is this is something that has gained traction not only in the state but across the country. Um, many people will probably remember Dr. Jerome Adams, who is our pre, uh, most recent uh, Surgeon General, and prior to that he was the Indiana State Health Commissioner. And during his tenure, uh, he brought this this um, process, brought this um, tool to everyone's attention. Um, so I really credit him with, with bringing this forward. And then under the leadership of, of Governor Holcomb, um, it is getting rolled out uh, along with help from these nonprofits. And, again, we want to make sure people get help because if you, if you have an overdose and die, we can't help you. 
if you get an overdose and you and you get treatment and 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 you get you pull you out of that drowning pool, we can get you help and try to keep you from getting in, into that bad situation you found yourself in. And of course, these are twenty four seven access provided to these uh, Nalox boxes. And uh, precisely where in the county are these located? So um, they're in two locations in Ripley County. One at the Baptist Church in Osgood, the other at Roberts uh, Auto Wash in Milan. There's also a, a box just outside Ripley County lines, but in Batesville at the clinic. Okay. People in Batesville will know that from where, where the old Ivy Tech building used to be. All right. So, okay. Yeah. On the, yeah. Around County Line Road. So in that right. general area. Mm-hmm. By, okay. Right. Right. Now, by that laundromat. All right. Gotcha. The old IGA slash uh, Ivy Tech uh, building. There you go. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I remember it was the IGA too. Okay. Yep. yep. County Road in uh, Huntersville in that general yes, area. Sir. Okay. Yes, sir. All right. So that is uh, so that is available to uh, someone who may need those services, those Nalox boxes. And, um, right. And, and there's there's an, an, another um, resource available uh, to lay. There's a layperson uh, program where they can reach out. Any layperson can reach out to the Ripley County Health Department and get uh, their own kit and be shown how to use it. If they have someone, in, for instance, someone in their family or a friend or neighbor there that they know is at risk so that they can help them and they can contact the health department for more information on how to be trained and get access. And we will continue our conversation with Ripley County Health Officer, Dr. David Welsh, right after this timeout. Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let To-Go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To-Go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville To-Go, big city convenience, small town taste. And welcome back to The Daily Pod. I'm Tom Snape, and we are joined by Ripley County Health Officer Dr. David Welsh. And uh, Dr. Welsh, of course, this is the uh, July 4th uh, holiday weekend is upon us. And as far as uh, some things that uh, people need to do to uh, stay healthy and stay safe over this uh, holiday weekend, uh, what are some of your recommendations? Well, I'm so thrilled that we are getting to a 4th of July uh, weekend um, that's getting a little bit more normal. So there's some basic things that everyone needs to pay attention of. So with the 4th of July, it's hotter and people tend to swim. So we need to make sure we take special precautions, especially if you've not been swimming for a while or you're not a very good swimmer. Uh, You don't want to be swimming in unfamiliar surroundings. You don't want to swim immediately after enjoying that beautiful 4th of July barbecue. Uh, Just like um, mom taught us, uh, don't go swimming for about an hour after eating. So you don't want to get cramps and then end up over at the hospital, um, a victim from... um, overzealous swimming and speaking of that fourth of july barbecue there's some special tips you want to be thinking about remember keep the cold foods cold and the hot foods hot so for the barbecue you want to make sure that the person doing the barbecuing actually knows their their stick we've got some really good uh 
cooks out there, a really good uh, barbecue. My, I can tell you my son-in-law is a really good barbecue. You want to make sure that the meat is well-cooked and uh, there's different temperatures and duration for the meat, and you can uh, that can easily be looked at online if you're not sure. Cold foods. People love their potato salad. They love their coleslaw. But you want to make sure that uh, you, that you keep it cold, um, keep it on ice. Don't let it sit out all all afternoon. Uh, because there's nothing nothing worse than having a great barbecue and a great picnic and then end up with food poisoning. And that seems to happen more and more as people uh, they get caught up in having fun, get caught up in visiting with everybody, and they forget to keep the cold cold and the hot hot. And of course, can't go with Fourth of July without thinking about fireworks. Please leave the fireworks to the experts. Uh, every year you, we get a lot of injuries at the emergency departments across the state for fireworks-related injuries. Uh, it can be burns. It can be a concussion. Uh, don't be looking down that chute if that, uh, what you thought was supposed to be lit um, didn't go off like it's supposed to. You want somebody who uh, actually knows what they're doing so that you don't uh, spoil that wonderful weekend with a fireworks-related injury. Um, some of these things can, can be very serious, um, and uh, you, you want to you know uh, kind of what you're doing. If a family puts them off regularly, make sure it's by somebody who's uh, well-versed in how to handle it and make sure that uh, whether it's a barbecue, if you're cooking on the, on the ground with or your fireworks have means to put out um, flames so that we don't run into uh, fires that uh, get out of hand, whether it's from the fireworks or from the, from the barbecue. So we want to make sure we have a really good weekend. And if we do all those things, I think we'll, we'll finish the weekend with a smile on our faces and people will be much happier. All right. So uh, some uh, good tips there for uh, people who, uh, you know, of course, uh, you know, you mentioned the, um, you know, keeping the uh, hot, hot and the cold, cold in particular, uh, you know, with the grilling and everything. I know that's uh, something that, uh, that I'm uh, kind of uh, been keeping an eye on is having a, uh, having a thermometer to judge uh, whether uh, meats are thoroughly cooked. Absolutely. That is a great point. I'm glad you brought that up. And of course, everyone loves their different grills. Okay, you, you you got your grass grill, you got your pellet grill, you got your charcoal, and every everyone's got their their smokers. They they got their own favorite uh, way to barbecue. If you're doing the charcoal, please be careful. Do not apply lot more lighter fluid on a grill that's been lit. That's another way that you can get injured from the flash from the um, putting more um, more lighter fluid on hot coals. And uh, finally, uh, Dr. Welsh, uh, any uh, any other items that are on your radar that uh, people need to know about uh, as we uh, you know, go through the Independence Day weekend and, and beyond? I'll just ha have a good time, but uh, be safe out there uh, as you're traveling. Make sure that you're, if you have small children, make sure your car seat's well fastened and that the children are in, in there properly. People who have questions, uh, can uh, check with the health department. We've got uh, programs that help with that. And if you're traveling and you have little ones, uh, make sure you, you are having them sleep in safe accommodations, uh, if, especially if they're not in their normal uh, surroundings. And our health department also has 
information on uh, on that called Safe Sleep. All right. And you have the information on the uh, Ripley County uh, website, that is ripleyhealth.com. Again, ripleyhealth.com. And uh, they can also call the Ripley County Health Department at 812-689-5751. Absolutely. And remember, there's no such thing as a bad question. All right. Always always a good thing to keep in mind no matter what the situation. So. Absolutely. All right. Well, Dr. David Welsh, uh, thank you for joining us this morning on The Daily Pod. And uh, hope you have a, a great, safe, and wonderful weekend. Thank you very much. And happy Fourth of July to everyone in, the, in your listening audience. All right. Once again, our thanks to uh, Dr. David Welsh, the Ripley County Health Officer, for joining us this morning. I'm Tom Snape for The Daily Pod.